This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360-degree sound. So you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Welcome to Talking Halos. This is Derek Ciapala with the crew. We're all here. We're in different places today. One's on the road. That's John. Hey, John, how you doing? Very good. Very good. And we I'm got another one. What'd you say? I'm in the car. You are in the car. <laughs> on the way home. It was the only time yeah, tonight we can get everybody together. It's the only time. Okay. And then, Jared, you there, bud? I am. How you guys doing? It's a joyous day around there in our parts. Joyous day. Well, not so much in Angel Land. I'm. I just got on the call with John. John's already fired up. We haven't even heard your thoughts. And the whole reason we are doing the midweek podcast this week, because we now are on. We are now doing weekly during the off season. Was we told you if somebody gets fired, we'll do a podcast. So here we are. It's midweek. The Angels fire. Oh my gosh! Thank goodness they they fire Brett Osmus on Monday, and. It's a day after we even questioned, are like, actually looking for a new manager? And here they are. Here they are. So, first things first, I'm going to go to John. It was, John, this is your chance to vent it out, man. Give your thoughts, dude. I think this is ridiculous. I think we're putting the cart before the horse. This, you know, this whole, me and you, Derek, and Jeff, I mean, me and Derek have been talking about this plan. You brought in Artie Moreno. I mean, excuse me, Epler's there. Epler brings in his manager. We get rid of Mike Sosha, who's our World Series manager, Hall of Fame manager, who's probably going to get hired by the Padres in the very near future or by somebody else. We get rid of him and bring in this Brad Osmus and for this plan and one bad season, I, a horrendous season, that I don't care if it's Joe Madden, I mean, uh, uh, why am I forgetting his name? I've heard it so many times. Yeah, it's Madden, right? Uh, and um, Girardi, whoever you want to put. this Nobody could have fixed this season. This season was a nightmare, uh, beyond repair. Um, and, I mean, name me, anyway, I could go on. Name me a player who hasn't been on the disabled list this year. Um, so, anyways, I just think you just blow it all out the window. Who are we doing this for? The fans? Uh, I've lost some respect for Artie Moreno. And you can tell me that it wasn't his fault. I don't know. 
You know, yeah. I mean, you want to bring up Socius. For me, so- Socia was a kind of a long time coming. You know, he had his he had his fame in two thousand two. He was a good, great, great manager. You know, I had him personally. I mean, he's going to probably more than likely be a Hall of Fame manager, and he uh, he's going to be. He was he was the guy here. Everybody trusted him. You know, I, I don't know how well he how well he was liked in the clubhouse. Whatever you want to say, I don't know about that. But uh, but you know, it, it was Socia for Osmus. You know. It, it, did he get the fair shake? Probably, uh, probably not. I don't. I don't think he got the fair shake. You know, he, uh, you know, everybody has said it. He's he put the Angels, you know, through not put them through, but he got them through. Arguably, one of uh, the worst season in any franchise's history. You know, it just it, it was a, a you know a horrific, horrific season. Did he get the fair shake? Probably not. Did I see this coming? Again, probably not. I know. I got a lot of criticism, or criticism uh, for saying I didn't think he was going to get um, fired, but here we are two days later, and now he's he's uh, he's not. Who who are they going to bring in? I I I couldn't tell you who the favorite is right now. Again, I I couldn't tell you. It looks like Madden, but just one of those things. It's going to be kind of up in the air. We'll we'll, we'll see how it plays out. Well, I look at it and go, it's business. I know John's upset. I know that. You know, you thought they weren't gonna they were gonna fire him. I didn't think they were gonna fire. I thought it would be a little bit, I'd say, untoward, <laughs> improper to fire him. But that's the human side of things. That's the side that it you know you have compassion for those who have been through a lot. Those are the ones who you know, you know brass was to not get a fair shot. I can I. I know people are like, well, look what he did in Detroit. Look what he did here. Listen, he was a totally different manager in Detroit. They had a different philosophy. Any failures he had there belonged in Detroit. And trust me, if they want to put Detroit's failure on Brad Osmus, I got one name for his name is Dave Dombrowski. That's the failure. Okay? That's your failure. So I don't want anybody saying, well, Osmus deserved this. He didn't deserve it. He never really had a shot to manage his team. And I don't know if it was... A decision made by Artie Moreno. I don't know if it was a decision made by Epler. I don't want to, I don't think it would have been. Epler probably wanted to give him another year because Epler knew what he got. Epler knew what Austin had, and Epler picked his guy. So my guess is this was an Artie move. But on the flip side of it, you have to look at this from Artie's point of view. And Artie's point of view is that it's been five years since you've won. And you have the best player in the game who is in his prime. He's been injured now three years in a row. Nothing major, but it was nothing major for Albert either when he got hurt. So I'm thinking if I'm him, we know we have to start doing something here. We have to start making this difference. He's been banking money away for years now. He's clearing stuff off his payroll. If I am Artie, I'm thinking, listen, now's the time. Joe Madden's out there. Joe Girardi's out there. There are guys who have been successful in the past out there, so now's the time to go make that move. And it's not personal with Brad Smith. You respect what he did, but I have to think that Artie's thinking, you know, I can't worry about that. I have a this is my team. I'm taking a lot of criticism for for these last five years. I gotta do something. That's what I think is going on with Artie Moreno. And before I go back to John, because I'm sure John has a reply here, we do just want to say, hey, folks, we are now almost six months old. We're still a young podcast, and we still need your help to grow, okay? So if you like what we're doing, if you like the different points of view, please check us out on Apple Music, subscribe, 
a five-star review we greatly appreciate it. And if you want us to earn that five-star review, that's great. Email us at talkinghales at gmail.com. Give us your feedback. We'd really appreciate it. If you're a new listener and you're enjoying the show, please do us a favor. Please text a fellow Angels fan. Let them know about our podcast. It would mean the world to us to know that you continue to help us grow at the grassroots level. Grassroots level. Jeez, can't even talk. We're all hyped up in here. Can't even talk straight. So going back to you, John, I know you're fired up. I know in terms of just, you know, you're, let's just say, John, you're a decent dude, man. You love this team. You have a, a very idealistic point of view in terms of the kind of, in turn, well, hold on, in terms of the kind of team you want to have, right? The kind of players you want to have, and the kind of people you want to have running this team, right? Am I wrong? Yeah. So, if that's the case, then I have to think that it's a big deal to you. It's it's a huge deal to you that this team made this move. But why why take it so hard to the point where you're that upset with Artem Moreno? Okay. Well, first off, I'll go personal. I'll go. Uh, I'll go personal. I mean, I, I've, I've always been, and, and and Jared obviously disagrees. I've always been a big fan. If you're going to fire Mike Sosha and replace him with somebody, you don't fire Mike Sosha and replace him with somebody who you fire the very next year. Again, and then add the fact with the season that was that, that you fired him after is just a nightmare. And then, and, then, and the reason I honestly believe that this happened because everybody's been talking about it is is, is Madden. They're, they want to go after Madden. What exactly? I mean, he had a vastly superior roster with the Chicago Cubs when he won a World Series. And, and I mean, Chicago, okay, Theo Epstein, he's an he's a, um, analytics guy, kind of like uh, uh, Billy Epler. So why is Theo Epstein getting ready? I feel like, and I could be corrected by you guys on this, I almost feel like um, Joe Madden's kind of a, 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 he is a Socia guy. He was Socia's bench coach. So why are you now bringing in, you got rid of Socia, brought in your analytics guy, and now you're replacing him with another guy who is a Socia guy, and which is probably why Theo Epstein got rid of him. Um, so I just, it just doesn't make any sense to me why we did this, why they made this huge shakeup, and especially whoever comes in. I don't care if it's me. I'm going to have more wins than Brad Osmus next year because I'm going to have one or two starters, two vastly improved starters. I'm going to have probably, a, you know, a, a, a Grandal. I'm going to get. Some, I'm going to have a vastly superior team. So whoever comes in next year is going to make them look like, oh my gosh, Osmus was a loser. Because look how how well this guy did. And we almost made the playoffs this year if things hadn't just gone so tragically wrong. I'm done. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say almost. The team goes seventy-two and ninety. They still had the hardest schedule well, in the world. I think it's kind of a weird thing to say. Okay, you're right with your. I know. I forgot the end of the thing. But we were like on the cusp. Right after the Dodgers series, we were on the cusp. You're right. We had the big, ominous record looming. I forgot. Yeah, you, you told me about that. But we were competitive. We were competitive up until right after the Dodgers series. When we had our, yeah, but uh, the highlight of our thing. I know, but Johnny, I mean, John, just think about it for a minute. Though. We knew August was going to be tough. And not because 
they didn't have the lineup to at least compete. We knew all on the pitching staff wasn't there. You know? Jared, yeah. going, going to you, you know this minor league system very well. You know how the Angels do business pretty well. What are your thoughts right now on what John is saying, and where do you think this team goes from here? Yeah, I mean, he, John's right in a way. You know, why why fire uh, Mike Socia to, you know, promote Brad Osmus, basically a promotion from special assistant, who you basically, in, in all aspects, was Billy Epler's child for a year, sat with Billy Epler, fi- tried to figure, was figuring out what Billy Epler wanted to do, how to run this team. The team fell apart on him, all that fun stuff. Then you fire him. Move on now. You're talking about Madden. Madden is an advanced Mike Sosha in a way. You know, he's he's he got that little bit of old school with still the analytical side. You know, he's I, I don't know how the shifts the shifting thing is going to work with uh, Madden. I don't know how. You know, I don't know if that's. I, I feel like if Osmus didn't do it, why is Madden going to come over here and? go full you know I'm, I'm sitting here watching the rays and a's play and the rays are shifting every every at bat you know when it is is that is that madden is madden gonna come over here i think madden i would have to look at the look at the stats but i know the cubs had to have been up there on in, in shifts this year and the astros are up there in shifts and you know who, whoever comes in it, it's it's gonna be even more analytical than it was last year even more based on numbers than last year and it's you know more than likely unless your name's Eric Chavez going to be somebody who hasn't really seen this team that much you know Josh Paul is now gone who I thought kind of you know made a little bit of sense he was with the organization for a while and he 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 knew how this team worked and he knew the players and everything obviously that that's that ship has sailed um so wh- whoever they bring in i think is just going to be even more analytical and you know if it's joe madden or if it's you know they bring up lou marson from AAA, or if they you know anybody whoever it is joe joe spada and or you know wh- whoever it is it's it's just going to be that one next next step further because i don't think they really took that step this last year not that they really had the guys to do that but you know we'll see it'll be it'll be interesting I want to be clear on this because I, I, I went straight in terms of thinking about it's a business. I don't like what the Angels did. I don't like it. I don't think that Osmus really ever had a fair shot. And I don't believe that it was a, it was really his fault at manager. I don't like how many people hammered him on decisions he had to make with pitching. I don't like how people hammered him on decisions he made with hitters. With lineup changes, because the reality was he never really had his full lineup healthy for more than a couple games. He never had a healthy, solid rotation to work with. It was rough from the start. He was put in a position where he had to make decisions to A, save young arms, and B, to try and stay competitive. And there was no way long-term over a 162-game season was going to work. The complaints, even from you, John, and even for me a little bit was, hey, they got to let some of these young guys stay in. You guys let some young guys stay in. But we don't know the personalities of those kids. We talked about that. We don't know the personalities of the people they're working with. We don't know if they have a long-term strategy for these guys in terms of the kind of things they want them to produce. So I'm not going to make this huge judgment call on the fact that Asus pulled guys early. The, the numbers showed that third time through the lineup, 
was a train wreck. So I'm not willing to hammer him. But on the flip side, I want to just bring this back around to it's a business decision. You have to do what's right for the organization at large. And that's why I believe Artie made the call. I don't like it. I don't think it was in terms of personally something that I would find agreeable. But as a businessman, that's life. And if they have an opportunity to get a guy they want and he's out there, then they do it. Now, let me caveat that by saying this. If the Angels fired Brad Asmus and there are no better options out there, they don't have a guy they want, that's a garbage move. I want to wrap this back around to our last episode, guys. We all agreed that we didn't think it would be Madden. Right? All of us were like, you know, it's not a real great fit. I don't think so. He would have some different choices. A couple of days later, we're talk, everybody's talking about Angels and Madden. And we're hearing reports that Madden is interested in the Angels. And we're hearing reports that there is some interest with the Angels. Where you're, you know, other baseball guys that, that are Angels people are saying it's, it's about Madden. So I still believe in terms of like what you're saying, John, that it's not exactly a good fit, but sometimes it's not about being a good fit. Sometimes you need different ideas in a room. Sometimes you need different. And if, you know, if Epler's focused on analytics and Madden still, he's more focused on the instincts of the game. What's wrong with mixing both? Can they mix them is a question. So Jared, do you think they can mix them? Oh, absolutely. hundred percent. You know, if 29 other teams are attempting to, or, already doing it why why not you know that's that's my thing and also kind of let's can we just take a kind of a step back here um just just a little bit and you know think about after Sosha got fired who did you want in that managerial sweepstakes was it was it brad osmus oh i wanted mad even la- last year oh yeah last I've year always, i've brad- always i've always wanted joe mad when joe madden left to to go to Tampa Bay, I was unhappy with that because I figured sooner rather than later, so it should be leaving. Well, he didn't. <laughs> he was around a lot longer. But I've always been a Madden fan. Always been. Well, see, and I was bummed when he see, left. I was, I was very disappointed when they hired Osmus. That's why this is another 180 for me. Because I was like, are you kidding me? You fired Mike Socha for Brad who? Brad what? I don't even know this guy. Yeah, I would have accepted it more had it been uh, a, a Madden at, or, earlier in the season or a Girardi or somebody, a bigger name. But at the point that they hired him and then to the season that, I mean, that, isn't this honestly, I think, took place because Madden became available and they're still trying to play the, oh, we, we haven't made a decision. We haven't, but then why did you... Why did you why did you terminate this manager if you haven't made it if you haven't made a decision? I think they this is was all driven by Madden. And one thing too that we need to keep in mind is Madden's gonna cost a bunch of money. He's a high paid manager. Why couldn't that money be better used somewhere else? Well that doesn't matter though, John. It doesn't go against the salary cap or sorry, the luxury tax. They want to spend Okay, against- now you said I, I defer to Maria Torres when she's talking about it. it doesn't matter what the salary cap matters, how much money he has to spend. 
Well, but that's the thing. This is not, this is not a player budget. This is a personal budget for the guy you want to hire for the job, and the and you're the one as the owner who sets the market. So if you want to pay him this kind of money, if you feel he's worth it, if you if you want to eat Brad Austin's contract to get it, then you do that. This has nothing to do with the player budget. He's got money. We all know he's got money. Yeah, you know, but. Again, I refer back to refer back to Maria Torres. Just because you have money doesn't mean you're good, you need you're good, you need to spend it. You're going to spend it. Okay, let me counter that though. If if there's a time right now for the Angels, with Mike Trout heading to be 29 next year, with Otani coming back healthy, Upton's 31, 32, starting to get up there. Who? What would you have him do? If you're going to go out there and spend money on somebody that is a proven winner, would would it not not be the time? Uh, if you're asking me, I, I'm thinking, and I mean, uh, I'm not advocating this, but if any fingers need to be pointed in the direction of this season, why this season it is, it's, it's mostly, my opinion, the fingers should mostly be pointed at Billy Epler. He's the one who put the roster together. Um, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not calling for his job. I'm just saying I just don't understand how the players that, that he had on the field this year and didn't have on the field this year or why this season was such a dreadful failure. And I just think it's Madden became available, and if they don't sign Madden, I'll be shocked. But, of course, I've been wrong so many times already, so probably will be again. Jared? Well, kind of just, you know, rolling back to what I what I said before, when the Angels let go of – Social last year, there was some slight speculation around baseball that Joe Madden might not have a job come this come this time. And now we're at this point and weird. Joe Madden doesn't have a job. So, of course, yes, that crept into my head. You know, hey, Joe Madden is a very good candidate starting last year. The Angels went out and signed, in my opinion, truthfully, in my opinion, probably the worst candidate that was that was out there I, like, like you, you didn't go and sign you know they had so many different guys you had Chavez I mean okay maybe Josh Paul was not the best candidate either you had Brad Osmus who's been under Billy Epler's wing which you know that makes sense and then you had a couple other guys I think Eric Chavez was was in that mix and you know Joe Espadia Espana I think is how you say it who's still gonna who's gonna be in the mix again and you know you had, you had quite a few different guys but but yeah, you know, in, in my opinion, if you look back to last year, it was probably the worst way you could go for something like this. And then, you know, it, it's it, it was it was unfortunate in my situation. But looking at this now, if you know hypothetically the Angels did go out and sign Eric Chavez, or you know they promoted Josh Paul, or they went out and got you know Joe Espana last year, would they have let him go again? To go get Joe Madden. That's, I mean, m- maybe, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's, that's again, just something I'm throwing out there. Well, I, I just guess, I guess we just got to see when they pull the trigger on who they pull the trigger on. If it's not Madden, I think a lot of uh, jaws are going to drop because everybody's expecting Madden and why they did this. So if they select somebody else, I, again, I, I don't know. <laughs> I still um, think just, point I, that. Pardon? I think I think anything can happen, and I said it last last week too. I said you know it, it wouldn't surprise it, it would you know I don't think it's going to happen, but it's baseball. You know anything can happen. That's the crazy thing. That's going to be the crazy thing about this is 
you know, it, it, this offseason just got even crazier. But anything can happen. You know, it might not be Madden. Madden might go. I mean, San Diego has a job vacancy as well. You know, and San Diego's two hours away from Long Beach. So I still, you know, they they then they're they're just as close, if not closer, than the Angels are to another World Series. So why? What's what's preventing Joe Madden from going down to San Diego? You know, I mean, anything could happen. It's it's. I mean, yes, the Angels' choice, but. It's also Joe Madden's choice, too. I mean, we've heard things, but it's not a for sure, you know, Joe Madden is an angel already, you know, and, and anything anything could happen at this point. Just like last year, Brad Osmus was, in my opinion, the guy who was, you know, the last guy that I thought was going to get get the job and it ended up happening. So anything can happen. Joe Madden may or may not come two months from now be the Angels manager. I, I don't know at this point. The way I'd say it is this, though. If you have... Joe Madden, he's got all these links to the Angels. He is the guy who, over the many, many years, evaluated so much of the young talent that came through, starting from the minor leagues. If he's the guy at age 65 who you want to bring home and kind of bring back that feeling of winning, it's it. that's the guy. That's who you want. But you're talking about San Diego, other clubs. We need to remember something. I think Angels fans need to remember something. It's not just about the Angels hiring him. Madden has to decide if he wants to go back to the Angels. What if Madden looks at what how things are there and decides, you know what? I was um, a long-time Angel. I'm thankful for my time there. But I don't... If I, if I want to win before I'm done, before I retire, it's just not going to be there. What if that's what he thinks? What if that's what he chooses? What if that's what he des- decides is going to be? And so I I can't say it's given. So we're gonna go, we're gonna continue on for a few more minutes. Jared's gotta go. Jared, thanks a lot for stepping in tonight, having having a good old time talking some baseball. Any last words you want to have for your role? Uh, spend early, spend often. Like I'm gonna keep that trend going. Uh, I know this has nothing to do with the manager, but spend early, spend often this uh, this off season. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. All right, we'll see you, bud. John. All right, thank you. See ya. John, can you yeah. give some more thoughts though on where you are? Because I mean, are are you you? Well, I guess the real question I want to ask you: Are you calming down, man? Am I what? Are you calming down? Am I calming down? Yeah. No shit. It's, it, you know, it's, it's, I've had another day. That's, I've had a taste to think about it. The more I think about it, every time I talk today, you know, and the part of the thing too is everybody is so happy and celebrating. And it's like, what are you people celebrating? Look at what we're a team on the field right now. It doesn't matter who the manager is. I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate when they sign Garrett Cole. That's what I'm going to celebrate. I'm going to celebrate if they sign Yasmani Grandal. That's what I'm going to celebrate. And then, and I, I mean, I mean, do, do, you know, are, are they going to allow whoever they hire to be a part of this process? Are they going to bring him in? Because I think Brad Osmus was pretty much brought in after the off season, correct? He wasn't even a part of assembling that team we had, the team we had this last year. Did he have well, any input? I mean, I'm sure he did as the manager, but he's still not the general manager. He's still not the guy. He's not the person in charge of everything. I'm just going to point this out that in the end, you have to do what's right long term and. If they felt like it's not the best long term to have Brad Ausmus at manager, then 
you know what? You're also doing him a solid by letting him go now. As, as ridiculous as it sounds, you're get, by letting him go now, you're giving him a shot to go catch on with another team somewhere and begin moving back towards a process of maybe managing again. If you hold on to him and he doesn't work out next year and he was not your guy, then you're hurting your team and you're hurting him. They made the determination it's not him. How it happened? Yeah, again, I, I, I hated it. I, it doesn't look good. But you, if you think a little bit outside the box, I think the Angels did what they felt they had to do, even they knew, even though they had to be the bad guys doing it. Yeah, I just think it. I just think it looks really bad. And then at bottom line of the day, anytime these guys get cut loose, Brad Brad Ausmus still got a couple of years left on his contract. It's not he's not being sent to the poorhouse. He's not unemployed. You know, he's not unemployed like uh, like us regular folks when we lose our job. So it's not personal pity. I just think I just think it makes us look bad. I guess if they I, at this point, honestly, I think only hiring Madden will be will explain this. And I mean, I understand somebody becomes available and you're kind of in a flux, especially after that season. So I mean, it gets that they hire Madden, but if they don't hire Madden, or I mean, the other one—it sounds like they want a veteran. I've heard Girardi. I've heard even Buck Showalter, who maybe ten years ago I would have been excited about, but I'm not sure I'm that excited about him now. Uh, so uh, I mean, I just don't. Uh, again, last year, you know, Derek, you heard me when they fired Sosha and then they hired Brad Austin. I was very disappointed. Uh, so for me to be defending him, I just think this was. I think it was done poorly. It was done poorly, but we will move on. I, I don't know even that was done poorly. Because, again, was, if they did it right away, they didn't, they didn't make this guy wait. They didn't do anything in, in a way that demeaned him other than the fact that they fired him right away. So how was it done poorly? Well, you're, you're the one who made the point right now. I, I forgot to follow up with you on that. Because I see you said, you know, I said, are they going to allow the manager, whoever they hired it, want to get him in there to make some decisions? Well, that's not the manager's job. That's the, the GM's job. Well, this season's faults, I think, that I see, fault, lie on Billy Upler's uh, doorstep much more than anything on Brown. I mean, pinpoint. I wish Jared was still here. Tell me things that he did wrong that, that you can pinpoint that Brad Ausmus was a bad manager. Um, I, was he the reason we had starters, or was that encouraged by Epler? Or, uh, I mean, opener, excuse me. I, that was the only thing I see that he did different. I don't know. But, listen, when you talk about having a five-year plan, so to speak, and you have a rebuild of a farm system, even if it was his fault this year, does it make sense to go hand the guy when he's not done doing what he said he was going to do, although you see progress doing it? No, no, I'm not calling for Billy Eppler's. No, no, I already said that. I am not. But I am then, not calling for him. But, John, so I'm not, point I, is, I don't understand why you're making that point, though. It's more his fault and Allison's if you're, if you're not saying to can him. No, what, what? I'm not saying to can him. I'm saying, okay, Eppler's got his plan. He brought in his manager, and with his roster... And I'm just saying if any blame needs to be pointed in a direction, I mean, I, I do feel a little sorry for Osmus because he got, you know, he got, it, so you blame him. He's kicked out by, by the guy that gets fired. That's the guy who everybody says, oh, he was to blame. And Epler's still there. 
I know the fans know who I put. You know, I know I'm not saying to fire him. I'm not. I'm just saying when you put the guy who gets fired is the guy who gets to blame. I don't mind firing the the pitching coach because um, I mean she's straight up. But if you read the article, he straight up admitted that I screwed up. You know, I didn't communicate well. The communication was bad, and um, so I mean, there's a guy who's saying I did something wrong. Okay, fire him. But, you know, I'm, I'm not saying fire Eppler. I'm just saying the product on the field this year, Joe Madden couldn't win with. You're going to have a very – and then, of course, with Skaggs. And you're going to have a very similar season, I think, with any manager. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, you mean you're probably right in terms of the sheer bad things that happen. I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, let me flip it around and, and put the blame on me some. I – I do believe that Epler made a lot of mistakes this year. I also believe that's going to happen from the time to time when you are in a position like managing a baseball team and you have to make 30, 40 decisions a year. That's just the case. 30, 40 decisions a year means you are going to miss some. And it's unfortunate, but Epler missed on, on the big ones. Two starters and a reliever, they need to be at least halfway decent. We're all horrible. You lose Tyler Skaggs. You have a lineup of players that were, all of them, almost all of them, suffered injuries this year. Think nothing just worked out. Okay? And Epler has some ownership in that. That There's no way on earth that pretty much all of your upper-level minor league pitching staff, for the starters anyway, should have been up this season. They shouldn't have had to option 10 different relievers up and down all year round. And, you know, how many times has Alberto um, Mejia released by somebody this year wanted to back on this club? So it's fair, man. It's a fair thing to say. It's a fair thing to, to ask about. That said, you know, it's, that's the name of the game. But, I mean, I guess yep. in terms of the Angels, all we can do now is look forward. That's all we can do. All right, so absolutely, yeah, and it, yeah. well, just I'll just remember this one thing: if they, whoever they hire, if they hire Joe Madden, I understand. Just explain that. I, I just I don't know that they will. They should just say, you know what, Joe Madden became available. This is a guy that we have wanted. Sorry, but, you know it didn't look good, but you, you had we had an opportunity. We had to take it. I respect that. So, and that may be something that, I, that comes out later, but. I wouldn't expect it. Well, yeah, but well, first they have to hire Madden. So if they hire yeah. Madden, okay, then I'm understanding. But if they don't hire Madden, then then I'm scratching my head again. But yeah, it probably will come out later. But I mean, I understand you got to grab it. So okay. All right, folks, it is time for us to go. Though we had to get this all out to you. It is getting late. So, if you're interested in sponsoring this one, help us keep the lights on. We really appreciate you checking us out at talkinghalos@gmail.com. We'd love to talk with you. If you can reach me on Twitter at DC Paul, you can meet John at Jay John. You can meet Jared at Jared under Jared underscore Tim's. All on Twitter. Check out our Facebook page at facebook.com. We just search Talking Halos. Talking Halos Twitter is Talking Halos. So, all that said, we back this weekend. We'll have, hopefully, we, hey, you never know, we might have a manager by then. So for John and the entire staff, this is Derek C. Paul saying, have a great one, and we're out of here. The NBA. 
NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history still in the make? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history still in the make? The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.